Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper, and with me, as always, is the beat writer and the heart of Giants Nation. Nobody beats the biz. Chris Bizignano. Chris, before we get started, I want to thank our sponsor, Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern, located at 9600 Pacific Avenue in Diamond Beach. They have 21 beers on tap, 18 widescreen TVs, so you can watch your favorite NFL team on the Sunday ticket. They have a number of delicious options on their menu, including oysters right off the boat and onto your plate. My personal favorite, the Mardi Gras shrimp, and a number of entrees as well. Uh, baked grouper, roast beef supreme, linguine and mussels, and the broiled or fried flounder. So if you find yourself vacationing on the South Jersey shore, head over to Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern and tell the owner, Sam Fitzpatrick, that the giant insider sent me, which a number of our uh, fans have done so far, which is also a number of our followers. That's Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern located at 9600 Pacific Avenue in Diamond Beach, New Jersey. The best shuck in town. All right. Well, look, a uh, few things happened this week. Guys, we're not going to talk about it the entire hour. I just feel like we have to talk about it a little to at least cover it because it did happen. Uh, Evan Neal said some things. He has since apologized. I am a sucker for an apology, Chris. Evan Neal has always been a good kid. He has struggled. We have rooted for him. Giant fans want him to get better. He said some dumb, insulting things. I was 22, 23 once. I said probably worse. Of course, there wasn't social media back then. Guys, my attitude is, especially since the, I thought, very sincere apology, it is what it is. Let's move the hell on. Evan Neal, please get better at the right tackle position. For me, Chris, I, it's over and done with. It yeah. happened. The night it happened, I was fuming as a fan. Sure. But look, dude, you apologize. It seemed sincere. Like I said, man, I'm a sucker for the apology. I believe the kid. This isn't a, a gangbanger. This is a good kid. It is what it is. Uh, yeah, that's where I'm at. So Yeah, that's where I, I And I don't want to just piss it away, but I'm just saying I, I want to move on. So Yeah, nobody's pissing away, but, you know, I see some people don't want to move on. and just, you know. You know, and it's, like I put on Twitter yesterday, okay, he made a statement. Yeah. He made a statement on Instagram that night. And then he made a full, you know, 10-minute presser with us yesterday at his locker. And, right. And look, when it, when it came out, I was, you saw the tweet. I was like, oh, no, no don't do that. Don't do that. You yeah. know, this, this, is, this is bad, you know. And people were insulted as they should be, you know, and he made fun of occupations and all the hamburgers, the flippers, all that stuff. And um, not a good look. It was, look, out of frustration, he said a lot of stupid stuff. Right. A lot of giants in the locker room said, yeah, he has to, you know, choose his words much better. He's got to be smarter than that. But kid made a big mistake, um, comes out with the apology numerous times, apologized to the fans, humbled by everything and didn't mean what he, just frustration. And, and look, you know, like I put on Twitter, you know, I can't tell you people how to feel, you know, so either you want to move on or don't, or you want to keep crushing the kid. That's up to you. Uh, but to me, it's like, okay, you know, he, he said what he had to say. And if you want to think it's fake, public relations is behind it and he doesn't really mean it. That's up to you. You know, so, but it's you know, but now it's, you know, it's, he did what he had to do. And now we move on uh, as a football game Sunday. Yeah. That's what it's all about. And look, um, when you're not playing well and you make statements like that, it's going to be all bad. Yeah. If you're playing at an all pro level and you make statements like that, people are like, oh, that's stupid. But we love Evan. He's playing great. You know, right, so right, right. that's the way it is in his town. That's the way it is in the sports world. You know, yeah. Lawrence Taylor was, you know, back in the day was doing a lot of things that, uh, Chris, I, I give you, funny you said that. Give you an example. I was a young kid and I went up to Lawrence Taylor to have him sign something and he said, let me get situated, kid. And I was scared to death, but it was like, well, it's Lawrence Taylor. I don't care. Like, I'm just saying, like, you know, if Evan Neal says that to you, like, oh, who the hell are you? Lawrence Taylor yeah. says, you're like, okay. So anyway. Yeah, no excuses. Just that that's the way it is. The guy's right. all pro. You like kind of <laughs> cut him a lot of slack. And if he's playing horrible, if he's 68th ranked tackle in the league, right. or whatever he is, you, you destroy him. Yeah. So that's what happened. So, uh, you know, time uh, to me, me and you, Jerry, move on. We've got a game Sunday. I'm not going to keep hopping or whatever Neal did. Uh, it is what it is now. And, and now you have to go out and try to win a football game against a very good team, a very good offense anyway. Especially know? since it was just at, it was very out of character. It was like, where's this coming from? Like, and he's, you know, he's, and again, I was going to say real quick, it's probably the worst he's ever played in his life. Like at every level, he probably dominated until he got to the pros and now he's really struggling. And 
said some things he shouldn't have said, and that's it. Uh, and he apologized. So I'm like, all right, cool. Let's 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 yeah. try and compete with the with the Dolphins at this point. So yeah, go out and have a good game. You know, yeah. yeah. You want to start the forgiveness in, in the sports world, then go out and start playing really well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'll start it. Yep. Yeah, that'll start the forgiveness. But uh, yeah, look, stupid stuff. You know, but um, he did what he had to do, and now we go on. Yeah. All right, Dolphins. What do you think? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> well, look, this if they had a functional offensive line, Joe, you look at this Dolphin team, you know, if they had a functional offensive line, you say, hey, you know, they could they could try to they could maybe stick with these guys, you know, because mm. the Dolphins defense really isn't good. Yeah. Uh the you know, so you're gonna have to outscore. The problem is that it just hasn't been a functional offense. It's gonna be an offensive line without Andrew Thomas, and it looks like John Michael Schmitz Jr. I was gonna say without our second best lineman, John John Michael Schmitz. <laughs> right. You know, so you're gonna have once again, and now you're gonna have Brennison at center, and you're gonna have Glowinski in the left guard, and and Joshua Zudo at left tackle. And you know, you look at last week, and you don't feel very confident in that at all. You know, yeah. But you know. You know, last week Seattle wasn't a big sack team either. Going into the game, they they get ten. You look at this week, Miami not a big sack team. So I'm not going to sit here and say, well, you know, you know, they're not a big sack team. So we can <laughs> because either was Seattle going into last week and they wound up with ten uh, yeah. on Daniel. I know it was eleven total. Oh, because, you know? It was even worse. Chris it was eleven. Right. So um, yeah, I'm not even counting the wide receiver no, sack, know. which I've never seen before. Never but, even uh, heard it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so. I'm not going to come out and say, well, we're not too concerned about them getting a quarterback because the offensive line just isn't functional. Yeah. They're, just, they're not on the same page a lot, and they're just not blocking well. Daniel's holding the ball too much. He's taking some sacks. We, he shouldn't be taking either. Yeah. Um, and, you know, sacks are, sacks are a lot like interceptions, Jerry, where they have like their own little story, each one. Oh, yeah, you know? sure. Like, like you have an interception, and right away everybody wants to blame the quarterback, and then you have to get into the story. Yeah. Might have been a miscommunication, receiver ran the wrong route, yeah. the whole thing. Sacks a lot, a lot, a lot of the same thing, you know, where, okay, you take sack, you say, oh, offensive line. But a lot of times it's not the offensive line, you know? Yeah. A lot of times, you know, quarterback holds the ball too long, or he rolls out, he rolls into a guy, we roll, you know, the pressure, and he kind of rolls into a guy, and that guy gets a sack, or he run out of bounds, a yard short, or mm-hmm. tackle the yard short, scramble to the side, that's a sack. You know, all stuff like that. But um, but obviously, a lot of a lot of times last week, just, you know, offensive line, like Azudu, um, Evan, you know, up front with Lemieux, when he was in, you know, just guys getting beat one-on-one. You know, they have to tighten it up, but over this season, they're going to win four games if they don't. And there's no excuses. Backup offensive linemen, so what? Seattle had backup. You gotta, you ha- you have to be functional. Yeah, look at Chicago. Right? Chicago last night, right? Right. You have to be functional, man. You know, and the Giants just won't functional, even though you have backups in the game. You know, um, you have to be functional, and the Giants haven't been. They just were not functional last week. So you see, let's see if they could tighten that up. Oh, Jerry's taking a drink. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, no. and, and you and you would think that you know with I I, I can't believe how far Glowinski has fallen, Chris. Like I know that when we got him, we weren't getting Quentin Nelson, but he was functional, and now yeah, you know he's only playing because of other injuries. Like that to me is yeah. um that that's what's as as bad as Evan Neal has been. Or, or and again, look, Evan Neal wasn't terrible against the 49ers and and it was the last game where he really really struggled against the Seahawks right but as bad as Evan Neal's been uh you know Glowinski's falling off the way he has where he's not even playing that is it that is a huge story right there's no consistency on the on the right side of that line and they signed someone this week an old friend Justin Pugh um Mm. who looks says the right things in the locker room and uh there's a couple connections that we have um to to kind of to Justin that we we kind of know him through a couple people, but um, what do you think he's going to bring to the table? I mean, he's not going to play this week, obviously, but mm-hmm. um, can he bring the leadership and the, you know, can he, can he be something that kind of brings these guys together? Like he's talking a good game and I, I hope yeah. he can do it, but. Yeah, I think he could, Jerry, you know, he's a former number one pick, man. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And uh, he's a guy that was talking with Justin a lot yesterday in the locker room. And he's a guy that's been humbled by this, this experience. Yeah. Let's okay. just say Justin over the years hasn't lacked confidence, mm. okay, in himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you could see yesterday, you know, what happened was that when he recovered from his knee injury, he thought he was going to get a lot of offers to sign to Rostis. 
and he didn't. Yeah. The office he got, everything was the peace one. Everything mm-hmm. was the practice squad. Yeah. So that humbled him, you know? And, and he said, and he admitted yesterday, he goes, you know what? Because I feel I have a lot left in the tank, but we're going to find out when I get in there. He goes, I'll find out if I can still play on Sundays or I can't when I start yeah. hitting people. Uh, and if I can't, if I feel like I can't, well, I'll be on the golf course on Sundays. He said, he admitted it. Yeah. You know, um, look great. Uh, he's down to 290. Um, that's what he wants to play at. And he said he had to give it of some fat and all that stuff. Um, but look great. I, I, you know, I asked him, I said, you definitely, I asked him, yes, I said, you definitely look trim. He goes, actually, I'm a little heavier than last year when I played. You know, he goes, but this is the weight I want. He's at 290. This is the weight I want to, this is the weight I want to be at. Mm. And he's a nasty guy, Justin. What I, you know, he's a nasty offensive lineman. You know, he likes to mix it up. He reminds me of, um, you know, Nick Gates in a way. They, they love yeah. to mix it up, but he's mm-hmm. more talented than Nick. But, well, yeah. you know, before the injuries or something. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, um, but he, he he loves him. He he looks forward to getting in there and hitting people, and he wants to see where he's at. And, look, this Sunday he's not going to play. He's getting, you know, he said he's settling down with the system and getting used to everything. But he feels he could add to this young offense. He goes, it's a very young team. He goes, I, I think I could bring my experience to these guys in the offensive line and, teach a lot of things, you know, and show them a lot of things. And he expects, I, I, so the impression I got is that, you know, he, he's going to take the week, get, uh, you know, acclimated and then he's going to be ready for Buffalo. And we'll I'll be surprised unless something happens where he just doesn't look good in practice. And, you know, I expect to see him in, to be activated on the roster against the Buffalo Bills, you know? Yeah. That's my, you know, and he, look, he had plenty of choices, Jerry. Um, he had plenty of office practice squad office, but he had plenty sure. of office from other teams. He wanted to be back here. Yeah. He wanted to come back to the Giants. He said, mm-hmm. I-, I love it here. You know, he's been away. He's been in Arizona the last few years and telling a story about, you know, he's he had to pack up Monday and get out here. His wife's on the way out now and he had to find a part. It's funny, Jerry, he's where he used to live when he was on the Giants. Now the mayor of Jersey City lives in this house <laughs> oh that's funny yeah awesome. so okay. and justin was telling me yesterday he goes yeah the guy texted me as soon as i get signed with the drives he says don't think you get your house back oh that's <laughs> great yeah nice yeah. that's funny so small world right so yeah. um he, he was telling us a story of a rattlesnake bit his dog in arizona last week it was oh, total chaos so many like, animals oh, out there scorpions oh, too many things that, that can really hurt you in arizona oh. i can't live in i'm like worried about a scorpion on my head every yeah you, you have arizona. to put like that tape in front of your door scorpions oh. come in your house yeah i saw jj watt like there's a time of year where they come down from the hills or something they, oh. they invade your pools i'm like Get the hell out of here. I ain't looking in Arizona. Oh. But, you know, so anyway, it's pretty pretty chaotic with him. Is getting his wife's coming over and the whole deal. So he's he's excited and he wants to see where he's at. Yeah. And he thinks he has a lot left in the tank. And and we'll see. You know, next week we'll find out more. And I expect him to be, <coughs> excuse me, on the roster against the Bills. And he, he could help. You know, he yeah. could help. Um, I was gonna say if he can bring that just if he can just bring some cohesion and and, and veteran leadership and make it functional, it's like Okay, when you're done, do you want to do you want to be an assistant coach? Like, I'm, I mean, I'm, a, you know, I'm just joking, but it, it's just whatever he can bring to the table. If he can bring anything positive, it'd be awesome, because um, that that group needs it. That group has needed it for a long time. Like, he was a first round pick, I believe it was 2013. Um, and he went, I think he was played some tackle guard. He, he kind of did yeah, both, like, mostly mm-hmm. guard, I think, with the Giants. Yeah, yeah. Then they had to kick him out of tackles too. Yeah, they right. Tackle, yeah, get. Yeah. But he's that versatile guy. At least was that that this coaching staff seems to like uh, but if you can bring any cohesion man uh it would be awesome and be jerry i gotta tell you a funny story he yeah. told me yesterday you're gonna love this bro. go ahead i know you you're gonna love this so we're talking on the side we're to- and, and he's like yeah you know i was always a fiery guy you know he goes and we're talking about evan neal and he said you know goes oh man he goes you know obviously you know he made a mistake but yeah. you know he he doesn't mean it like those were bubble bubble blah, blah, blah. he goes man some of the things i said when i was when i was here to he goes, some of the things I used to say, oh, thank God it didn't make sense. Right. <laughs> he, goes, he didn't mean a bear. He goes, he used to, he goes, I used to get fired up too. Why the fans? Blah, 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 blah. You know, it, it, you know, that's the way athletes are, you know, you know, yep. but funny thing. He goes, you know, I'm just a fiery guy. He goes, uh, you know, and all that. He goes, uh, he goes, matter of fact, he goes, I remember when I was here with the Giants. He goes, I used to go down to Jersey Shore. He goes, and then next thing you know, Eagle fans are noticing me. Hey, hey, pure the Giants. And he, he yeah. goes, I used to, Tell an Eagle fan, want to step outside? We'll sit all the way out of here. Oh, I was, I thought you were realizing, oh, Jerry's going to love this stuff. I love him. Love so, it. That's so the Pew, stuff you want to get in trouble for. Yes. So Pew was telling us, that's, that's telling me that story. Yes, I was laughing. He's just a fiery guy, Pew. You, you can see he's still got the fire in his eye. He just wants to go out there. Like he said, he goes, I want to go out there and hit people. That's what I do. He yeah, goes, and then, like, I get, 
he goes, when I get hit back, I want to see how my body responds. He goes, hopefully, he goes, this isn't my last year. I want to keep playing. You know, my wife, he goes, I'm sick of my friends keep saying, I thought this was the last game. He goes, I want to keep playing. But we'll see what I'm at. So we'll see. I remember there was a story from him years ago where he said when he was with the Giants, because he's a 215 area code guy somewhere around Philly. Yeah. And he said that him and his mom went to like diner and Eagle fans were getting on him. And I remember he said at the time, like, I can't believe this. And I'm thinking, Justin, you're, you're on the other side now. Now, now you see what they're like. <laughs> so, yeah. but yeah, I, I, you know, that's good. That's a great story, dude. Um, I love that fire, um, especially when, when it comes to, to that. But yeah, like you said, like, you know, when you're young and these things happen. Um, anyway. All right. Offensive line. Who on, uh, Chris, who won along? I know you're not, you said you don't want to say like, this is a defense that can be had, but is there anyone on that um, defensive line that scares you more than anyone else? Or just wanted to get your thoughts there. Well, Christian Wilkins is playing at a, you know, he played at an all pro level last year and he's yeah. playing pretty well this year. And the big sack guy would, you know, it would Phillips injured. I don't think Jalen Phillips is coming back Sunday either, but it's Van Ginkle. You know? He's questionable right he, now. He, right? Leads, he leads a team with three sacks. He could get to the quarterback a little bit. Yeah. But there's really nobody else that you look at. They got pretty decent linebackers. You know, they got Xavier Howard, one of the corners. And, you know, obviously Jalen Rams is not coming back to December or November. Right. And they say, look, you're watching last week, man. I mean, Buffalo was shredding them. You know, yeah. um, you could run the ball on them. I mean, you look at these stats, the defensive stats, you know, 28th of the league points allowed, 26th, excuse me, 25th against the pass, 21st against the rush, 27th in the red zone, 25th and third. But, but you know, that, those stats are great, Jerry, if anything. you had a functional offense right. going into this game. Like Buffalo's a functional offense, so Buffalo did what they had to do. Yeah. The Giants are not a functional offense right now. You know, they can't really do it. And uh, Barkley, hopefully Barkley, I, I, I think Barkley plays Sunday. Um, to me, you got to go out and Barkley plays Sunday. Just go out and keep running the damn ball. Try to keep this offense, their offense off the field. You know, um, because I don't, I mean, just no confidence in this offensive line. Like I said, I'm not going to go to the, well, this is not a big sack team. They only have, uh, hold on a second. They only have uh, 10 sacks going in this game. I'm not saying that because no, right. that was saying that last week. Yeah. You know, so. yeah. Um, even if it's not just Barkley, even if, if I just, again, like Hines talked about it on the podcast, just stick to the run. Like even if it's Breida, if it's Eric Gray, anybody who can, just guys run the ball more stop, especially when your offensive line is playing as bad as, as ours is in pass protection, just run. I know you don't want to be one dimension, but you're almost forced into it at some point. If Barkley's back, you should run the ball more. I just hope they stick to that, man. I just hope that's what I hope Kafka does that. Um, and yeah, again, and I don't yeah. care if, you, if Breida sees Breida runs hard, it's fine. Just run yeah. the ball more than you are. Yeah, try to establish long drives, right? right. Try to run, throw that run and pass mix. Try to get that run game going, man. Try and, to keep and, those guys off the field. And not for anything, Chris, but keep that <laughs> offense off the field, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Keep that yeah. offense off the field. Yeah. You know, I think you're going to see Waller targeted a lot this week. I think I think that, you know, um, yeah, he shows some frustration, obviously, um, about, you know, getting the targets. You know, yeah. he had a block. But he understands. He, he, he understood he had a block more yeah. when Ballinger got hurt. Uh, last week we saw Wandell more of a role. Uh, Jalen, I, 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 look, Jerry, I have to be honest with you too, man. You know, there's a lot of things that are puzzling me what they're doing this year offensively, and that includes Dable and Kafka. You know, yeah. uh, Sterling Shepard being buried. It doesn't make sense. I, I, you know, I think Paris Campbell's gonna get start getting phased out a little bit. Um, he's like the slowest, fast guy I ever seen. Fastest guy I've ever can't, seen. He like, can't stay on his feet. He falls all the time. Yeah, it's but you know, Shepard's a guy that always been on the same page with Daniel. Especially on third downs. Yeah, I mean, remember when Shep has been healthy? Uh, Daniels looked for him a lot on third downs, and he's been phased out of this offense. Yeah, you know, and he don't quite understand it himself, but he's always a team guy. Shep, he goes, you know, when I'm ready, I'll when I'm when I'm called upon, I'll be ready. You yeah. know, yeah. But I have to be honest with you, like, why is this offense phased out, Shep? You know, uh, I mean, all right, of course they signed Paris Campbell and Wandell. Well, you know, on third downs, dude, third and fives, third and sevens, third and six. Shep's on the field. To me, uh, with me, Jerry, Shep's on the field. He's the bro. best chemistry with his quarterback than anyone. I mean, I don't get it. it you know, uh, Jalen Hyde. Enough with the excuses now. With the, and I'm not talking about Jalen. I'm talking about the offense. I'm talking about Kafka. The, yeah, they were like enough with this. You know, always. Oh, uh, you know, but just dude, get the ball in the kid's hands. Yeah. How many times have I have I seen receivers in forty fuck? And, oh, Ooh, that's all right. And 40 effing years, 30 effing years, not be totally 100% with the route running or the offense. Yeah. But they're so dynamic with their speed. Mm. 
that they have a package in football. Well, we're going to get this kid the ball one way or the other. He's getting the ball. Yeah. If that means if that means two smoke screens or a jet, I don't care what it is. You got to get the ball. Like, what are we doing? You know, like get the ball in Jalen Hyatt's hands. I don't care how you do it. Yeah, the kid's a home run hitter. Yeah, home when you have a home run hitter, put the bat in his hands. Get him in that bat. Guys, we're going to take a break and be right back after this. Listen to the John Insider Podcast. Hang on. And we're back. Folks, listen to the John Insider Podcast with Jerry Foley and Chris. Nobody beats the biz, Bizignano. You said it on Twitter, dude. You're like, I've seen all this in training camp, and now I'm not seeing it. And again, it's the wheel route. Like, it's just what they do in camp. You're not seeing in the game. Get the ball to Hyatt's hands. He can fly. He's He was clocked, like, what, faster than Tyreek Hill or almost as fast or whatever it was. Yeah. Like, yeah. come on, get him the ball. I, yeah. I, I'm not saying get him the ball 60 yards downfield, but like you said, on a sweep or a screen or something. Jerry, yeah. I know. I understand the game dictates what happens, you know, and you can't just go out there and everything's scripted. So we're going to get this guy to sure. ball in and, and he's going to get his, we're going to get him seven targets for sure. And hit five. No, the game dictates everything. I understand that. Mm. But you have a speedster like this. Guys, you got to get him the ball. Yeah. You know, I understand those those go routes or those deep crosses might not be there because Daniel puts his right foot in the ground and gets killed. I get it. But then you know what? There's no excuse for wide receiver screens. That yeah. doesn't take it's two seconds. There's no excuse for that. For not calling him, I mean, Jerry. Right. No, you know what I mean? Right. There's no excuse for – I saw 300 jet sweeps in training camp. I don't think we've seen one with Jalen yet. Not one. Okay? Nope. Uh, there's no excuse for that. I don't want to hear about oh he's not hundred percent up to this uh, guys, he's he his speed. Now he played more last week and it looks like he's gonna he's gonna start taking snaps from Isaiah Hodgins, right? Yeah, we talked about it in the last podcast. Okay, so when he has those snaps, guys, get him the ball. I don't care if it's three straight smoke uh little tunnel screens, get him the ball, right? Yep. Because he's the type of guy one missed tackle he could get you six points. Okay, and, 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 Come on, man. we got we got to be better than this. You know, Dave and Kafka really were excellent last year. And a lot of things this year, you look at it and go, what are we doing? What are we doing? I understand the offensive line breakdowns. That, that dictates a lot. But there's other things you could do, you know? And you, 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 you kind of brought up both, right? Like, I think most Giant fans would want to see Hyatt, Slayton, and Shepard, that combination, if you're going to have three wide. That's, that's what they want to see right now. Based on what we've seen from Hodges, based on what we've seen from Paris Campbell, it's like, all right, I've, I've kind of seen enough. Let's have Slayton high and Shepard and go from there. Jerry, out of curiosity, you think fans want to see Shep over at Wandale? That's a good point. I don't know. Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. I don't think so either, Jerry. And I, I like to see Wandale. All I'm saying is you got to get Shep on the field more, especially on third downs. And, and yeah, look, I, I want to see Shepard on the field more. I think Wandale played a good game the other night. Yeah, he's um, well. Yeah. Um, that's a good point. Maybe they want to see Wandale over, but I think Shepard is fourth in that list. I think I think he's moved past the other guys, to be honest with you. Like I think Jerry, Giant fans have seen enough of Paris Campbell. Uh, Jerry, I, I agree with you. All I'm saying is that why is this guy buried? It doesn't make sense. And he's got the best chemistry with his quarterback. And he Jones looks loves great. him. Right. He looks great. Daniel, you know, his biggest flaw is when he's injured, he's not injured now. So play him. No, no. I, I, I just don't get why he's buried. Yeah. Uh, you know, like this guy in third down should be on the field. Right. I'm sorry. Daniel yeah. always knows where he is. Those guys always had a good connection. Always, right? Would you say Great he's connect. the best route runner? He probably is the best route runner. Yeah. Yeah. Then there you go. You know? He probably is. Yeah. Now, route run, you know, I, I understand. I, I understand that route running, you know, you have to have time, all that stuff, and all that crap. Yeah. But, you know, Jerry, a lot of times it isn't just route running, too. It's those um, choice route, you know being leverage routes and all that stuff. And him and Daniel always seem to be on the same page. Right. So when he's from the slot and the slot corner is on the outside leverage, Shep's going to run a choice. So he's going to go. But So the quarterback and him have to be on the same page, and they always seem to be on the same page. Right. Well, a lot of the times, you know, quarterback might, you know, the, you know, guy, the, the receiver might run a little stick route instead of a choice in whatever it might be, and they're not on the same page because they're not they're too familiar with each other. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I just don't get it. Like, why is this guy buried? You know, um, to me, he's got to get more playing time, man. Uh, I don't care. And look, well, well Chris, there's two slot guys, Wandell and him on the field, maybe at one time. Yeah, but Shep could kick to the outside. Or Wandell kicks to the outside at times in one play. Yeah. In one play. Yeah. Shep's in the slot. I mean, you, you know, it's not all – they're not just running. Like, Wandell's <laughs> running most of his routes. Most of Shep's routes are slot. But they also run outside routes, too. 
the creativity, you know, a little bit. Yeah, like put Wanda on the backfield a little bit too. Like, right? I'm okay yeah, with like, you, can, you can figure okay. it out. Right. You figure it out. Right. Figure right. it out. But why is Shep buried? Right. You get your playmakers well, on the field. Yeah, I mean, what, are these other guys lining it up? Right, right. We have Jerry Rice in front of him, apparently. Yeah. Right, right. I know it's a tall team thing, package, time. Daniel, maybe not seeing. Oh, oh, that's the holder. I get it. But to me, one of the things I want to see Sunday, Jerry, two things I want to see the offensive side of the ball. Forget about Saquon. Obviously, Saquon plays. You got to get him the ball. I understand that. But I want to see um, Jalen Hyatt more involved. Mm. And I want to see Shep on third downs. That's what I want to see. Call me crazy, dude. Whatever, but you tell me, is anything else working? Nothing, right. And that's the thing. It's like it, we, our offense is terrible and not functional. Why would you not try this, especially when you had success with it in preseason, right? Or, or what, like you said, at practice, you know? Come on. Jerry, I don't care if, if Jalen Hunt has to take Wildcats, Wildcat snaps. Right. Sure. Put the ball in his hands. Right, yeah. Let's see if you can bust one, okay? Yeah. Yep. He's electric with the ball. I mean, the kid is dynamic speed. I mean, Dynamic. he turned the game. He turned the game around against the Cardinals. The whole game changed on that. What are you doing? I, I, you know, I mean, the, probably the two fastest guys in the league are on the field Sunday. You know, Tyreek and him. Yeah, and, we, you know? we had, and we, for once, have one of them. Right. No, so I'm saying, like, the, probably the two fastest yeah. guys in the league, uh, probably Tyreek and him. You know, yes. and Jalen, and they're on the field together. You know, they're in the same building Sunday. You know what? Get the damn ball in his hands, man. I don't care which way you have to do it. Get it in his hands a few times. So, so speaking of Tyreek, I guess we can jump to the defense. Um, Wink Martindale sleeping at night. Um, you know, yeah, he's funny. Wink is yeah, Jesus, though, I mean, boy. he really is. Yeah, you know, Chris, like this, pick your poison with this offense. Oh my God. Yeah. Especially the passing game. No, I mean, my God. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Tay Banks, <laughs> it's going to get harder now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're one in everything. Passing, I mean, rushing. You thought it was hard so far. <laughs> Wait till this week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those guys up front better get there. But they're so quick with their timing. They have a, they have a lot of get it out quick timing routes too, man. It's so, you know, obviously Tyreek is dynamic, and Waddle hasn't even gotten going yet. Which, which, we, which we kind of figure probably, he doesn't even have a touchdown yet. Waddle, he only has like 10, 12 catches. Which figures he'll probably get like he'll probably go for seven for one fifty and two touchdowns Sunday. Yeah, you know, fully expecting um, that. Yeah, yeah. I know he's coming off a concussion. Uh, a couple of weeks ago and all that. And I expect him to be more involved. Uh, their running game is, I mean, you know, they go out and draft a third round pick. And this kid, a, 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 I think you see a Chani. I think you see a Chan or a Chaney, yeah. something like that. Um, he's a home run hitter. Yep. I mean, the kid's been unbelievable. A couple, two 100-yard games in a row. The kid is unbelievable. I mean, the speed he hits the hole, he's gone. Uh, so, I mean, this is going to be the fastest offense they've seen. This is the fastest offense in the NFL. I mean, unless I'm missing something. Um, and they, the way you know, Wink, Wink referred to it as the greatest show, like the yeah, kickback yeah. to the greatest show on turf. He compared him to like a NASCAR, you know, all that stuff. And he said the greatest show. on They like the greatest show on turf, Super Sonic 2023. He goes, and they're on grass. He goes, they're not even on turf, Yeah, these guys. And, it, and it's just incredible. Well, Mike McDaniel does a hell of a job with that offense, uh, the play calling and all that. And they've, they've been pretty good up front. I know Buffalo got him a few times last week, but they've only allowed like five sacks so far. Yeah. It's tough to get two at times too because he does get rid of the ball quick. Yep. They have a lot of those timing, you know. Um, and two is really accurate, man. He's really accurate. Uh, it was just a matter of him being healthy, right? Yep. Uh, and he's throwing a seventy-one percent completion rate. Um, yeah, they get the well. after his arm strength sometimes, but it's strong enough, and he's accurate uh, as hell. Yeah, absolutely, man. absolutely, oh, man. You know, he'll throw outside the numbers. Yeah. You know, uh, look, he does. He have the does he have a Josh Allen arm? No, no, he doesn't. But that doesn't mean you can't win. And put the ball in the end zone in this league. Are you kidding? I, look, listen, and the last team, last time this team played at home and they scored 70 points. I mean, it's insane, you know. Yeah. And they're gonna be listen, they're gonna come in here and they're gonna be snarky. You know, they lost last week, they got whipped last week by Buffalo, and they're gonna look for a little payback this week. You know, let's get yeah. back in winning ways in front of our fans. Yeah, let's ring up those points. And that was a bad offensive day for them last week. They had 383 yards. I mean, the Giants will take that in a second, <laughs> you know. And Miami yeah. looked at it like, wow, we were held to 20 points at 383. I mean, it's insane. Yeah. Yeah, three eighty three for us is like wow, we exploded this week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Jerry, you know, this is what frustrates your fans too. You know, you I don't know if you saw the game last night, but you watched the game last night. Oh yeah. And you know the Bears have three hundred yards of offense at halftime. Yeah, right. Against I, a so called good Washington defense. At least a good front seven. At least right? a good front seven. Yes. I mean, and you look at last night. And Fields is throwing touchdown passes. I, I don't know their offensive line, Chris. They're. I mean, and and and, and, and I'm getting Texas up the butt last night. Like, why can't? I mean, why can't the 
Giants be functional like this? You know, like yeah. these guys couldn't get in their own way a couple weeks ago. Now the Bears are putting 28 on the ball last week. They're putting, they're scoring 27 at halftime. Guys are throwing all over. They, 300 yards of offense at halftime. And it's like, I, I don't have answers. I, I don't know. It's not a functional unit right now, you know? Right, right, right. I, and, I, and, Jerry, and, I just don't have people. So many times, Jerry, people look at me and they, they want answers. Chris, why are you doing? Chris, what's the in here? What's happening? I don't know. I don't know. It starts up front, and these guys are just not functional up front. Sometimes you get text messages, and people are looking for answers, and you're just like, dude, I don't get it. I yeah. don't know either. I got a text message from Mark Collins last night when we were talking. What's going on over there? <laughs> you're like, if you can't tell goes, me. I mean, Mark Collins just texted me last night. We got, guys got to, somebody's got to step up. You know, yeah, I know. Mark, I know. <laughs> Mark Collins is asking you, you know, what's wrong? Like, well, right? he knows I'm in a locker room. You know, you know. No, Mark I know, knows, but that's know, funny. It's like, it's that's like, still funny. And Mark's like, you know, Mark's like, somebody's got to step up there. Yeah, I, I know, Mark. Oh, that's great. I talked about it. There's no alpha male leader, man. There's none of that in the locker room, man. Let's go kick some butt. You know, there's none of You know, so um, I don't know what to say. You know, uh, look, I know you, I'm probably crazy for this, but I think this game is going to be closer than you think. I, mean, I know I'm probably insane for saying that. No. When we get to the predictions, I'll talk about it a little bit more. Yeah. But, Jerry, this is important as far – no, no, as far as – you got to play better football, dude. You got to yeah. play – I mean, the whole nation's laughing at you. I got Eagle fans. They laugh at me last night. I was out with my wife last night. I, I got a bunch of friends that are Eagle fans, and they live in the Philly uh, – not Philly, in the Pennsylvania border. And they look at me, hey, the team looks good, and they're laughing. And the other guy, oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I think you guys are going to be a playoff team this year, and they're laughing. Oh, I mean, it's holy crap, Jerry. You know I'll, I'll, I'll tell you oh. what, Chris. The, the Eagle fans I know are are even past that, and to, they're to the point of pity, and and they're they're texting like, I someone texted me the other night. I've never <coughs> seen an offensive line play this poorly in my life, and it's just yeah. like, yeah, I, I don't know, I got nothing. So, and I and now you see the rumblings about Daniel. Look, Daniel hasn't played well. He plays. He's played one good half. Right, yeah. that's it. Um, and now is it all his fault? No, he's been getting killed too. Don't get me wrong, but he's also made some bad decisions. So, you know, starting we saw what happened Monday night, and then you look at the film. There's a couple other times like he could have got get get got that ball out quicker. He was getting a little hate to say it looks like he was getting a little gun shy at times because he was getting belted. He was, you know? sure. So, uh, so he's got to step up too, bro. No excuses, Jerry. Look, this is the NFL. There's no excuses. You know, nobody nobody gives a crap. You're getting hit a lot, all that stuff. Everything, everybody has to step up. Look, look, the defense played a good game last week, except for one play, you know. Yep. Um, the defense played a good game. Now they're going against the best offense in football. So you can't expect the defense to come out and hold these guys to 20 points. You can't. So are the Giants going to score 30, 35? Jerry, I mean, come on. There's nothing indicating that. So, Like I said, you got to keep them off the field, long, sustained drives. I, you know, if it's three yards in a cloud of dust, I don't even care. Just uh, You'd be the most boring offense you can be, Kafka. Like, Fight every urge to call shotgun every down, please. If you fall down seven nothing, oh, that does God. not mean you have to call shotgun the rest of the game. You can continue to. If you fall down fourteen nothing, you can continue to run the ball. It doesn't mean you have to pass every down. And especially, I, I just it's puzzling, Chris, that they still do it with this line. Like you, really, you're still going to do that with the way we've been playing. Just run the ball more. How about put Daniel on the center? Right. Try to he's, run it. Chris, Get by some the way, play action he's going like Eli used play to do. Action. He's phenomenal I, at play action. You know, so it, look, it's not it, look, Jerry. It hasn't been pretty for Dable and Kafka. You know, you got third and elevens last week. Kafka's like, oh, it was a miscommunication. He told us yesterday miscommunication getting the play in. Daniel oh, didn't come know. On. It's asinine, dude. It's four games in. Yes, very dysfunctional. Uh, I'm not saying you can't get on on path real soon. I'm not saying that. Uh, I'm just saying right now. I mean, it's just, it's just been an ugly operation. Getting getting blown out three to four games, you know. Yeah. A team, you know, it's 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 ugly. And the guys, look, and this is one of those deals, Jerry. That even if they lose Sunday, which I think we all fully expect them to lose, mm. you better play well in this loss. You get what I'm saying, dude? Yeah. You better play well, not lose 38-10. Because guess what? Another prime really time, ugly. another prime time game is coming the following week. Oh. And they're going to be fourteen point underdogs. I mean, you know. And you know what? Like, not that Dable left there on bad terms, but he used to coach there. He's going to want to compete and show up in that game, right? Like, oh, it's absolutely. natural. Oh, absolutely, it's going to be like Devontae Adams Monday night against his former team, right? You know, uh, Vegas when they play at home against the Pack. You know, right. when you're playing coaching against your former team, you of course you want, you whether, want to do extra, whether you bro. were 
past the side or let you know that was which wasn't the case it was he got an opportunity so he came here but you're going to want to play well you can't you know he doesn't want to go in there and embarrass himself so yeah so the corners look i i I think they're going to go back to flat again in a slot good Uh, good adori and tay i think that'll happen i know look coaches when we talk with these coaches and presses and they're always going to give you that well it's it depends on personnel, the team we play, and all that. But sure. let's face it, we all know Trey Hawkins was benched last yeah, week. That's okay, fine. Uh, Don A was benched. Okay, they they liked the way Flop was playing. They kept him in the doorway back on the outside. Uh, they're not going to come out and say, "Yeah, we benched him." But we all know what happened. And if you're a sixth right? round pick from Old Dominion, it's okay to get benched. It's fine. Just sit back yeah. and learn. Learn, Trey. It's sit fine. Back and learn. Yeah, absolutely. Sit back. You struggled a little bit. Learn. Come now. Your number's gonna be called again, guaranteed. Yeah. You know, it's not like he's not gonna play again the rest of the year. You know. Um. Yep. And then when he, when your number's called, get ready to step up. Um. Special teams. Uh. You know, look, that was a horrible performance last week, and Eric Gray is continuing to return punts. Look, you you said before. Um. Why isn't Sterling Shepard involved in the game and in involved in the offense more? I'll even go a step further and say, why is he not even being considered to return punts? I, I yeah. look, even if he goes back there and says, I'm going to fair catch every single ball, at least it's secure. You know? So that's another one. That's like, well, this, the, the answer is kind of right in front of you. You're, you're, you're force feeding Eric gray, who doesn't seem comfortable. Chris is, you've been saying it since training camp and now we're seeing it in games and okay. Now he's going to continue to do it. Um, okay. Look, the bright sun of Florida uh, against one of the, 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 the top teams in the league. So it's a kind of a puzzling decision, Chris, to be honest with you. But I was curious, Jerry, at the beginning of the week to see if they would go back to Gray. And they are. They've said it Wednesday. I confirmed it with McGahee yesterday. Um, you know, he said it again. No, we're going to go back to Gray. So so they're going to go back to the kid. Uh, look, I, I I wouldn't feel comfortable with it, but they look at it like, all right, he was, he was, like McGahee said last week, um, Look, they went against the, and this is something I have a little problem with. I'm going to get to it, right? So, yeah. <clears throat> look, they have a little, look, they, you have to understand Dixon's the best punter in the league and, and all that stuff. And he's a rookie, you know, sometimes rookies going to make mistakes. And, 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 and you know, we expect, you know, Dixon, 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 this, that, Dixon, this, and that, this, and that. Well, okay. So then, why did you even have a return of punts then? You, why did you wait? Because let's not forget, after he muffed that punt, he was benched. They yep. yanked him. Yep. He yanked it for the Dory, who made two screw-ups, let balls bounce in front of him. And then his excuse of, well, Dixon always gets 15 to 20 yards on a roll. Guys, you got to come up and feel that punt. Right. So if you know Dixon's the best in the league at getting those extra yards, the way, you know, those, you know. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> and then why are we not running up and fair catching those balls? I mean, that's like special th- it's punt returning one better yet, I'm going to give you another one, like you just mentioned, Jerry. Okay. Shep's good at catching balls on punts. Right. He's not getting any snap. Okay, so then get Shep in there. Let him return. He's like the third guy on the chart. I see it every day. He's like, you know, he's like the third guy on the depth chart as far as punt. So let him return punts then. Right. Yeah. So and so they're going to go back to the rookie gray. And I'm telling you right now, dude, if this is somewhat of a close game, I say, say argument's sake, Jerry, just argument's sake. Hmm. It could have happened. It's the NFL. Mm-hmm. Third quarter, and it's a 21-17 game. Giants playing well, all that stuff. And two is out there, and the Giants get a stop. Look at this. You know, sort of like the 49ers game in a way, right? Second half, they're in the game, right? Nobody yeah. thought they were going to be in the game. They're in the game. 17-12 on paper. They're in the game, right? Okay, boom. And they're in this game. Nobody's giving them a shot to be in this game. Well, like the 49ers hit a yard in this game. Here's a punt big, and if Gray muffs it. And a night and a big spot, and the and the Dolphins recover, they go on to score game over. Dude, there better be some effing questions answered. Sure, sure. I mean, the Dable and and McGahey would have the, the hot like that. That you're going to go into a press, you're going to go into a buzzsaw press conference there. Like, look, why are you doing? I that? would be a Monday morning quarterback hypocritical buffoon if I said. Oh, I don't know why they have great returning punts. If he was looking great, I had no problems in camp. Yeah. He I see him in practice every, you know, during the week when the season started. Yeah. And he looked smooth. I didn't have one issue with it. I was putting on Twitter. No, no, great. Jerry, I was telling you, Jerry. Oh, I put telling everybody on Twitter. No, that the kid looks smooth. He looks like he really knows, you know, he could return punts. 
And then I turned around and said, well, I don't know why they have Gray doing it after he muffed the punt. That would be a hypocritical right. blowhole, yeah. right? Yeah. But I've been reporting this right. since camp. Like, oh, man, this kid just doesn't yeah, look smooth. I got the text in June or July July when you said, he, I'm he not sure about Gray. He just doesn't look smooth. And right. then he goes out and muffs one. So they have confidence <clears> in him. I, I tell you, man, I, I'm not – I tell you, I hope I, – I, Dable's going to be crucified if he if he buffs another one. I agree. He is. Uh, McGay, he was asked about it. Is this your decision? And McGay kind of like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. He, uh, like, I guess it's Dable's decision. And I hope, I hope this isn't a decision that's coming from up above, too. I want to stay on this a little longer. But first, we're going to take a break, guys. Be right back after this. Listen to the Giant Insider Podcast. Hang on. And we're back. Folks, you listen to the Giant Insider Podcast with Jerry Foley and Chris. Nobody beats the biz, biz Ignano. Chris, the confusing part, and a buddy of mine texted me this last night about Gray. It's not like he's explosive on those punt returns either. Like this isn't this isn't Dave Meggett where it's like he's explosive. He's just got to figure out how to catch it. So Parcel said, "You're my guy. You're staying out there. Figure it the hell out." Mm-hmm. He's not. Doesn't look like when he catches. Doesn't look like he's going to break one anytime soon. So I, like, that, which makes it even more puzzling. Not not to dwell on it, but it's an added layer to the confusion of why is he doing this? He's having trouble catching it. And when he does catch it, it's not like he's a game breaker right now, at least at punt return. I'd like to see him, oddly enough, I want to see him run the ball more and catch the ball out of the backfield more, which they're not letting him do. Yeah. Yeah, he's not involved in that part of the game at no. all. Wow. So, so like you said, he's just been – look, Jerry, if he was shaky in the beginning of training camp, right? Yeah. And he was struggling. Right. And then he worked with him and said, listen, you're our guy. So stay the hell out there and you keep – you know. Um, and then he got better and better and better and better. And it's like, okay, this, this, this operation is smooth now. Right. Right. But it just has been. I see it all the time. It just hasn't been. This was not a surprise. I, I was like, what was the, what was it? The Arizona game. He came running up and made that. Yeah, game. Arizona. I, I, I thought that was going to be the first one right there. Yep. And then it turned out to be, he muffs one last week. Uh, and, and I just look, the point of this story I am saying is mm-hmm. that I just don't feel confident with Eric Gray. I've been saying it. He already muffed one and the Giants going to go back to him. You know, and all that. So we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully, you know, he 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 works out the uh, you know his issues as, as, at times, and everything's a smooth operation. Again, we're have. we're hoping we're wrong. <coughs> I don't think we are on this one. It's just it's a little puzzling, but we'll it see. is what it is. So yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, it's a smooth operation with Eric. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sunday against Miami, and if if Miami punts, <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like you know, hopefully. Yeah, you we're making a lot of assumptions here that Miami's yeah. even going to punt. Hopefully, right? you know, hopefully Miami punts three or four times, you know. But I can see him punting maybe once, you know. So <laughs> we'll find out Sunday. Oh my God! Wow. Uh, anything else before we get to picks about this game, Chris? That we missed? No. Uh, look, I just got to say, like it is. You could throw on these guys, or you could run on these guys. Yeah. Well, can the guys at the front block? Could it be a functional unit? Could, could, could you give Daniel a little time? Let receivers run their, you know, run some routes and get open and all that stuff. We'll say that. That's you know, we'll say as far as the defense. What's I guess try to hold Miami to twenty four. See if the offense can do some things and score more than that. But as we sit here right now, it's Friday afternoon. It's just tough to say they could do that because yeah. they haven't shown. That's and that's why I went with Seattle last week. You know, Jerry, because. They just haven't shown it, you know? Mm. And this is the same case this week. It's like, well, what have the Giants done to show that you could pick them, you know, or outscore a team or hold whatever? Went on blind faith on that pick. Yes. Jerry, you're not the only one, but a lot of people were picking the Giants last week. I'm not saying I'm some, you know, football whiz. I'm just saying that I just looked at it like, well, this team hasn't shown me, you know, that they could beat a team like Seattle, you know? Yep. Yeah, score and points all that. And, and this week you're going to have to outscore these guys. And you tell me, <laughs> you know, has the offense even shown glimpses of doing that? We'll get to that pick, Chris, and I'll let you know my thoughts on that game. <laughs> <laughs> Which I have a feeling is going to be like mine. <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> but, you know, look, I didn't think the Bears could beat the Commanders last night. That's why you're playing, bro. Well, yeah, we line absolutely. them up and play them. Yeah, I had a guy call me this morning. Uh, you give the Giants any chance? I'm like, yeah, of course. Of course I give them a chance. That's why you play them, right? That's why you play in this league. Do I think? So, no, but don't, I'm not going to go into this game saying, oh, they got no shot. No, come on, right. stop. You know, stop. 40 to 20 last night. I would have had the commander. So, um, picks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. Picks. Um, look, um, 
by the way, I, I know Bears fans are mad because they're they're doing the Caleb Williams watch. <laughs> they won last night, so. Absolutely. But I think they have the the Panthers' first round pick, so I think that they're still like in for it or something, something like that. Right, they could have the first two picks. In the yeah, yeah, yeah. If they yeah. keep losing, but you know what? I, I gotta be honest with you, Jerry. You know, talking about the Bears, I'm I'm not giving up on Justin no. Fields. No, no, he's a stud. I like him. I do. I'm not giving up on him, man. It, it, he I, came know. alive last week against Denver, even though they and lost. Jerry. You know, he had a good second half of the season last year. Yep. I, that's why everybody anticipated him looking really good. And then he came out of the gate this year. They, they were they're very dysfunctional there. What's going on over there? And then last week he played well. Yeah. Last night he played really well. Yeah. I'm not giving up on Fields, no. man. They should, they should not give up on that kid in Chicago yet. I'm Tremen- telling you. Tremendous you know, athlete, too. I know it's a reaction league, Jerry. You know, yep. you lose two games. That's it. He stinks. Everybody stinks. Everybody fire everybody. The locker room's gone. You know, the whole that's the way this league is, you know. Yeah with the fans and all that stuff, but I wouldn't give up on that. Game. No, no, not way. at all. Um, but hey, it's funny. Bears fans are talking about Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr. <laughs> One and two. And Marvin ha- Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Instant offense. Can you imagine that? Okay, the side, can you imagine? Instant that? offense. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. Here we go. Uh, so, oh, by the way, uh, you, you gained a game last week. Um, I'll credit it to the Giants. Um, so now you're only down three. So I say it like like I don't think I've been ahead three in four years. So um, <laughs> feeling pretty good about myself. Uh, anyway, all right. Sunday, nine thirty a.m. Oh, this is good for the Giants. They're traveling overseas. The Bills. Maybe it's a long flight. Jacksonville at the Bills. Bills. Yeah, me too. Yes, maybe uh, they get jet lag or something for the following week. Who the hell knows? All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I see that the Bills. They like a lot of teams do now. Giants did too. They don't. They're not. Taking that bye week after the London, right? right. They're coming right back at it. the Giants yep. did that too, and yeah, you know, mm. and the Jaguars back to back. It looks like their home stadium now, huh? Yeah. England, yeah, could be. Maybe that's the team that's going to move over there eventually. Because well, it's going to happen. I think if a team does, yeah, that will be the team. Yep. Uh, Saints at Patriots, one o'clock. Yeah, oof, boy, New England. You know what, Derek Carr? I'm going to go New England home in this one. J.C. Jackson, two picks, one touchdown. Two guys. I'll go New England. How about Gonzalez being out? That's a shame. That's a damn shame. That and kid. Judon, Judon's out too, right for the year. Yeah, that's a damn shame with Gonzalez. That kid was a. Oh God, he looked good. I'm gonna go to the Patriots at home as well. I'm not in love with it, but yeah, I'm not in love with it either. But I'll go with New England too. Uh, Titans at Colts. Andrew mm. Richardson, man. Um, I'm gonna go. They got it together last week. Um, the Titans. I'll go Titans on the road. Yeah, I like the Titans too on the road. Ravens at Steelers. Ravens surprising, right? Beat the crap out of the Browns last week. Yeah, well, no, the Sean too. They, they beat up an that rookie uh, Dorian Thompson. Yeah, um, I just look, I, the Ravens. I, I, we, were, we were talking about the Browns defense too, like the how yeah, good they were. Yeah, look, Lamar did some good things against them last week, but they were on the field a lot. I think the offense yeah. was horrible, but. A nice win for the Ravens, no question. You know, on the road against the Browns team, was played really well at home. But I tell you, I don't like the way the Steelers' offense is. I think that's that's Most ugly over there. The Ravens are getting Houston. the Ravens are getting a bunch of guys back this week. Looks like I like the Ravens. I'm gonna go Steelers at home. It doesn't make sense, but it's the Steelers at home. Just Tomlin, they can't look as bad again. I'm just going by the I'm just going by the Mike Tomlin factor here, which is what we went by last week, and the Steelers got smoked. Um. But I'm going to go buy it again. Uh, Panthers at Lions. I'm going to go Lions at home, obviously. Yes. Uh, like this Texans, huh? Exciting young team. Texans at Falcons. I tell you, man, this Stroud. CJ Stroud, boy. Uh, I tell you, man, I loved him coming out. The only thing I ever doubted on him is that he's an Ohio State quarterback. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Right. And, and, like, and oh. Justin Fields is starting to show you that maybe that's not yeah. another thing, right? Yeah. CJ's yeah. showing you right now, like, you know, I, I, I tell you. That being said, <laughs> Atlanta's been a much different team at home. I'm going to go with Atlanta at home. I think Robinson is the difference in this one. He's a stud. I'll go Texans on the road. Good pick, bro. I funny, like the way they're looking. Funny you said that about um, you're talking about Ohio State. Real quick, I remember it was 2019, and I was at an event, and the three quarterbacks that were there were Dwayne Haskins, Tua, <laughs> and Kyler Murray. We know what happened tragically with Dwayne Haskins, but it was funny because people were asking, who's that other guy, meaning Tua? And I heard somebody say, oh, he's a guy playing baseball. And now look, like they, they were, you know, they're 
he's uh, an absolute stud. Like he's the, you know, look, obviously Dwayne Haskins tragically passed away. Kyler's had injuries and you don't even know he's going to be there, but it ended up being that Tua is the one who really kind of shines now. So, yeah, sure. Yep. Um, all right. Next. No, I don't want to go. I'll save Giants Dolphins. Bengals Cardinals. Oh, I'm going to go Cardinals game. at home. I have to. I tell you, this is a tough game to pick. Um, I can't see the Bengals going on for. I know Burrow. I think Burrow's feeling up. You know what? I don't blame you picking Arizona. They played well, man. Even the first half last week, the third quarter, they, they cut it to five. But I'm going to go with the Bengals on the road. Yeah. I'm going to go Cardinals at home. But I they have to turn it around sooner or later. But Not a bad pick, bro. Oh, I, I tell you, Joshua Dobbs, I really like the way he's playing. Gannon has those guys playing so hard. Hey, Gannon's doing a hell of a job there. Uh, he is. He's doing a hell of a job. Huh, the other Eagle guy, too. So this is the week where it falls apart for me. I say that before the next game. <clears throat> Four o'clock. Eagles at Rams. I know what pick I should make here, but I got a feeling. I got a feeling the Rams are going to do this. I'm going Rams at home. I, I tell you what. We're both two lunatics because I'm going with you. Are you really? I'm going with you. Yeah. There's still something not right missing with the Eagles or something. I don't know what it is. Yep. But Sean McVay, he's going to get Cooper back this week. Yep. Sean McVay is a freaking great coach. What they're doing with that team. Yeah. I, I tell you. Yeah. I'm going with you. I smell upset in this game for some reason. I smell upset. We're probably both going to be dead wrong. Oh, 40 to 10. <laughs> yeah, probably. We're probably going to be two buffoons next 75 week. 75 push pushes all game. Um, yeah. Uh, but I'm going to go with you, Foley. Uh, yeah. I like the upset. I smell something with this game. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Rams with you. Yep. Good stuff. I feel better about my pick now. No, don't. Yeah. <laughs> don't feel better. I'm just saying I smell upset too. Uh, Jets at Broncos, 425. Now, again, yeah. conventional wisdom. <laughs> Zach looked good last week. They're, they're, they're kind of feeling better about things. I'm going to go with the Broncos at home. Sean Payton. Like, I, don't like, I like that pick too. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to go. Look, I'm going to go against you. I'm yeah. going to go that the Jets defense might be the difference. I could definitely see Zach Wilson having a horrific game. Yep. Right? I know everybody's high on him. And this is like the typical Jet game that they would lose, you know? And they want to win because of the things Peyton said about Hackett, too. Right. Like this is so a, everybody, this is like, assuming, oh, Denver's horrible. And they are. They have a horrible defense. But I just think it's going to be too much Brees Hall and a little bit too much defense, even though they're missing DJ Reed this week. That's a big loss in them. But yeah. um, I'm going to go with the Jets on this one. And I'll probably be wrong. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I get it, and I, I, I just, I'm going Broncos, and and for Jet fans who listen, I know I, there's a few buddies of mine. I ain't playing the Jets defense in fantasy, so I, I look, I have two defenses. I think the Jets can do something on defense, but for some reason, I just think the Broncos are going to do this. But we'll see. Uh, Chiefs at Vikings. Oh my God. I mean, the Vikings did get a win, but I'm going to go yeah. Chiefs on the road. Obviously, I'll stick with the Chiefs in that one. Yeah. 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 Uh, Cowboys. Always oh, a good game. Eight twenty mm. Sunday night. Cowboys at Niners. I'm gonna go Niners at home. I'm rooting for them too, but I, I just the Niners are one of the top three teams in football. I think. Yeah, I'll stick with the Niners. I can see this being another close game, like last year's playoff game, and but I'll stick with the Niners at home. Yep. McCaffrey, just too much. Monday, Packers at Raiders. Now is Aiden O'Connell playing or is Garoppolo playing? Yeah, I don't know yet. Oh, we'll find out. Well, that's a Monday game, so you don't you're not gonna know that till Saturday. The game report. I'm still gonna go so, Packers either way. You're gonna go Packers? I'll tell you what, I'm gonna go with the Raiders on this one. This is the week. Even if Aiden, Aiden O'Connell plays. This is the week it could fall apart for me. All right. <laughs> either that, I'm gonna be like way behind <laughs> one or the other. <laughs> yeah. And finally, one o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Uh Giants at Dolphins, Chris. Who do you like in this one? <laughs> you know, like like we kind of talked about during yeah. this podcast. Uh, to me, you got to get twenty eight points, thirty points to win this game. And yeah, the Giants have have given no indication at all that they could do that. Uh, so I'm going to go with Miami. Yeah, and you have to be. Excuse me, one second, Jerry. You have to be. To me, you have to be plus two, plus three in turnovers. Giants don't have a turnover yet. Yeah, uh, yep. Miami. Um. I'm going to go Miami as well. I think they're going to win by 20. 
Um, I could, I it wouldn't, I mean, nothing surprises me anymore, Chris, but I just think that they have too much on offense and we can't function. Yeah. Uh, there's too many injuries on the offensive line. Even look, even when uh, Thomas and Schmitz can play again, I, I don't have confidence <laughs> in the offensive line, but yeah. um, the way it is now, it's like, all right, well, um, I just don't see us keeping this one close. I, I'm, it sucks, but it is what it yeah. is. So it is what it is. Yep. Um, so there right. it is, folks. Yeah. Uh, anything else, bud? No, no, that's it. So uh, enjoy the game. Let's see if they could make it a battle down here in South Florida. Yeah, I got to address something. I screwed up a story. My story was screwed up. Uh, you looked what at me story? like I was. You looked at me like I had three heads. When today? Yeah, the the Tua story. That was Kyler Murray was going to play football or baseball, right? No, he was going. Yeah, he was. He was a hot. Yeah, he was that like wasn't Tua. Tua but the, I think the, the the comment on Tua was either. So I was going to say when did Tua play yeah, baseball? You, you looked at me like, what the hell are you talking about? And I'm like, I totally got that story wrong. No, it was Tua was kind of flying under the radar for those three. It was like a, it was a Heisman event, and I ended up being. Oh, a, okay, okay. And somebody made the comment like, oh yeah, either he's staying in school or he was the forgotten one out of the three, which I thought was kind of ironic. Now that that was the point of my story, but Kylie was the one playing baseball, so. Yeah, Kyler was like a ninth overall pick or something for the A's. Yeah, ninth that's or tenth right. in baseball. That's yeah, so. he's still a phenomenal baseball player. Screwed up my story. Oh, sorry. Anyway, I didn't say it. I didn't you say looked it. at me though. It was the look. I, again, you get you looked at me like the hell are you talking no, about? No, like, no, 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 I, I, no. I was just like I'm what? talking out of my book. But I wasn't. Nah, I didn't say nothing. <laughs> I didn't have to. Said it with your face. <laughs> so. I didn't say it. I thought maybe I missed something with Tua. I was like, oh, no. man, did Tua play? Like, was he drafted? I was thinking no. something with Tua. That's why I didn't jump in there. Like, I was like, oh, maybe Tua was drafted. I don't know. Screwed up that. the story. Screwed up the story. Yeah, anyway, maybe. good stuff. Like Evan Neal, we all make mistakes, brother. There it is. There it okay? is. Okay? Nice. Show me a human being that hasn't made a mistake. Yep. You know? Just want him to play better. That's all I ask you. One, That's all I ask of Evan made- Neal. The only one that never made a mistake, brother, was walking around about 2,000 years ago. So. Yes. Yes. Exactly. <clears throat> I know a lot of people out there think they don't make mistakes, especially when you see people on Twitter, you know, but. Real quick, uh, the most offensive thing I found that he said was you, you actually turn hot dogs. You don't flip them, but whatever. No, no yeah, yeah, <laughs> whatever. I think we all. Yeah, I know. And of course, I throw them in boiling water and you, you hate oh, that. God. You hate that, so. Oh, there you have it. What? All right. Look, not, I'm not going to say I've never had them in boiling water. I prefer that, though. To prefer that is like borderline, like you have to be put in a psychiatric. It's kind of like it's the like hey, hey, what can I do with food? Yeah, you like you should be like committed, committed, and just evaluated for a couple of months to actually prefer that. You know, right. you know, you should, you know, that's that's, that's on. Like you should have been like you should be in a scene from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest next <laughs> to Jack Nicholson. You know, like when they're going around, they're talking, and then you see you like this going boiling. Boiling hot dogs, boiling hot dogs, you know, that you should have been one of those guys. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So if someone's grilling hot dogs, I'm like, can you just throw mine in hot water? Thanks guys. Appreciate that. Are you still a hot dog guy this time of year? That's more of a summer thing. If I'm tailgating, yes. Right, right. If I'm tailgating, it's like, just give me any food you have. Right. Like I'm done with hot, like I'll kick up hot dogs in April and I'm done the end of August. I'm like, I can't eat these. I'm I'm 57. It's bad enough. It's killing me eating these damn things. I have them every barbecue, and then after a while, the end of August, I'm like, that's it, I'm done. Same. I'm done with hot dogs. I'll see you next April. If I'm tailgating, though, I would say, fine, give me yes, one. Yes, I agree with you. If I was at a barbecue or a tailgate, yes, I would be eating one. Yeah. Good stuff. There's music that's that way, too, though, by the way. There's summer music and there's winter music for me. I don't know if you feel the same way. No, not, no, no. I just sure. go in mood swings, but no, as far as the seasons, no. That doesn't I don't listen to, I, like, I don't love Jimmy Buffett, but I don't listen to him in the wintertime. You gotta listen in the summer, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. That. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Good stuff. We can talk about anything. All right, guys. See you next time. Oh, by the way, uh, probably doing a watch party again. There, I can't believe that people joined. Seventy-six people last time joined, so I'm probably gonna do it again. And and people said it's therapy for them. I'll do it again. I'll do it as long as you guys keep joining. I I'm I'm in. So if you want, uh, hang in. And and we get we we get more every every week it seems. So we had seventy-six last week. So thank okay. you guys. Jerry, we have to do one of these live things where people make comments. As yeah, we'll, we'll do that next week, probably. All we'll that stuff, out. you know? Yeah, yeah we have... Uh, we're, we're, we're sure we're... Kyle Johnson would want to jump in there. Dude, Kyle Johnson comments about 600 times during the live That's show. what I'm saying. You know, he's going to want to jump in here yeah. doing a live podcast. I'm sure Adriana's... Yes. Still actually, about a actually it's Adriana. Thing. That's how she says it on her... Oh, Adriana? 
That's what she says on her podcast. Oh, oh really? I didn't yes. know that. Sorry she about that. Adriana. Adriana. Oh, yeah. dude. And I almost forgot. Lisa. Sorry about oh, your mom. Oh, wow. Yeah. Lisa, yeah. Yeah. I forgot to mention that. I forgot to say. So Usually sorry. Chris and I talk a little bit about what we're going to talk about. That's on me. I, yeah. No, it's not on you. I totally forgot, Jerry. Yeah. Totally forgot myself. Lisa, so sorry for your loss. Yeah. Your mom sounded like an absolute great woman. Lived a full life. Yep. Um, so sorry, Lisa, man. Yeah. Hang in there. Hang in there, Ken. Yep. Well said. All right, guys. Sunday's our giant days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.